nobody, 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 nobody. Nobody rage short stories. Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Megan. And you're watching Nobody Read Short Stories, where two writers talk about writing. Yes. Uh, so this is those the episodes, the little short episodes that we do in between seasons, uh, where we talk about books and writing and short stories that we're reading, or whatever. So let's get into it. Um, for those of you who don't know, we time ourselves so that we don't talk too long, because Jeremy and I are talkers. Cranky and I weren't getting along last week. Cranky decided he didn't want me to keep talking, and so he shortened our time. Actually, Megan, it was Megan's mistake. Um, she said, "I want to blame Cranky." Okay, fine. It was Cranky because I cranky. don't want to take the blame myself. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to start before we start babbling. Okay. All right, Cranky's cranking. Let's get to talking. Let's get to talking, Megan. Do you want to start? Yeah, sure, I'll start. Um, so, hold on, let me make sure that you can see Cranky. Okay, there we go, all right. So I'm ready, I'm talking. So I wanted to talk about this great short story book that I read called Lot. It's by this author named Brian Washington. He's a, a young black author Ooh. who grew up in um, Houston, in the Houston area, and so all of these really great stories are about um, people kind of growing up in the fringes or living in the fringes of, of the Houston area. And uh, the the family that, it, the collection of the short stories follows this young man who's, who's sort of coming of age in this world and his mother is black and his father is Latino. So he's kind of straddling these different worlds. And the stories are very rich, they're very visceral. And the only, I was thinking about how can I describe these stories? They're like, um, they're very sparse. The language is very sparse, but they create, he creates these images that just seem to kind of like flutter out like a flame. They're like a flame burning up and then they kind of burn out. So sometimes oh, you don't necessarily it, get the, the whole picture, but you get like the right descriptions and the right smells and the right taste of a scene. And you, your imagination can kind of run with the rest of it and it leaves you with this feeling of like richness and like really being enmeshed in the world that he's creating for you oh i like that and yeah, you finished and I, it yes i did and um one of my favorite stories that i read in it was this uh, story called alief i'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly but it's a l i e f and it's the name of a neighborhood mm. and it's all about how this neighborhood interacts as an organism and there's an event that happens in the neighborhood and all of the different people who live in the neighborhood have a perspective of what happened and how it happened and they're they judge these people or they don't judge these people and it if you've ever I, I don't know how it is like growing up in a big city or like living in Los Angeles I feel like Los Angeles is an organism but I don't feel like Los Angeles really is a part of my day-to-day -day life. But when you live in a small town or you live in like an apartment building, I feel like you can't help but be mm. influenced and judged and sort of, you're always bumping arms and elbows and lives with other people. Mm -hmm. 
in, um, in that sort of situation. And I feel like that's what the story shows you is how that community of living in an apartment building or a neighborhood or a small town can really act like an organism or another being within your life and how, how, um, how like strong and powerful that force can be when um, a powerful event happens. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you're talking about that because it takes like really big things to happen for you to realize how connected everything is. I think mm -hmm. COVID is a great example. Like yeah. one one person carried this little disease to the whole world, you know? Right. You know, right. and and you you do think you're separate from everything and everyone sometimes. I mean, I, at least I do. And then yeah. that that reminds you that Right, but then something happens and, yeah. and you know, everybody has their different opinions about it and everybody has their likes and their dislikes and their different judgments. And um, I just think it's really interesting when you start thinking about place, like a place or a or a environment being a character within a story. And I feel like that's what that story does is it gives you these different perspectives from different characters that become an amalgamation of the neighborhood as a character. Yeah, one of the most magical things for me is thinking about the space between people and things because that is the connection. Mm -hmm. I think that's the magical realm, you know, the the space between. Like it's mm -hmm. almost like its own little life force if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, like the space between the characters, like the living and breathing beings and like the things that are around them whether it's an object or a house or a, or a yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah, it's the shared space. Um, so I don't I don't know how much time I have, but yeah, um, I I absolutely love this book. I won't I won't play around. I'm never Jeremy's gonna talk holding about up, it. Jeremy's holding up Bunny by Mona Awad. Um, I will never bad talk an author on this show. So like the books I don't like, I just kind of <laughs> secretly put to the side. This book I did not expect to like at all. Um, it, it on Goodreads, I mean, it has solid reviews, but it's like under a four. So I was like, whatever. Like, I heard this is really weird. Like, why not give it a shot? Like, I, it was a buddy read, and so I was like, I'll just give it a shot. Um, what I like about it is that it is batshit crazy. Forgive me for cursing, <laughs> mom. Um, <laughs> But that's what it is. Megan, you started the book. It, it's batshit crazy, right? Yeah, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what the book's about? What's the premise? Okay, so close your eyes, y'all. This is Practical Magic meets The Craft meets Mean Girls meets Daria meets, what else? What's that movie? Uh, oh, it is The Craft meets Bean Girls meets Daria. That's a really good description. Heather's, yeah. Heather's was the other one. So they're all they're all combined, and the way they're all combined, somehow they form a world where uh, I don't want to say too much, but like basically bunnies are a central point in the story, and it's so weird. At points, it's almost cartoonish in its horror aspects. What I really love and what got me going through the the first half of the piece is the lit what how do you say this? Oh my god, I'm I'm having a brain fart, Megan. Uh similes, metaphors, what are they? What are the personification? What what is the overall thing? The illusions. What is that word, that English word? 
that you use for that that. Um, anyway, so so uh, the author, um, oh boy, uh, is it Mona Awad? I think it's Awad. I, I hope Awad? I'm not pronouncing it incorrectly, but she does a great job of. Oh, oh man, I was scared. Oh, I was disappointed. But so finish your thought, though. She does a great job of what? She creates the perfect similes and metaphors for you to actually picture the world in your head, even though it's an absurd world. Thanks for letting me finish that, Megan. Love this. You're welcome. You might not, though. You might not, though, listener. All right. So um, if you haven't already, please go out to our YouTube page and like and subscribe. Um, also, if there's a particular episode that you like from season one or season two or one of our cranky talks, please uh, leave us a message. We love feedback. Our authors love feedback. So uh, please send us some love. Uh, we All are kinds, now by the way. If you didn't like something, let us know so we can improve it. That's what we're Yeah, absolutely. We love constructive feedback, positive and negative. So please, please send it our way. Um, if you're into social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can show us Twitter love by using the hashtag NRSS podcasts. If you are a listener and you know someone who loves audiobooks and loves reading short stories or listening to short stories, loves listening to uh, stories while they're cooking or cleaning or driving to work or doing going about their life, uh, please let them know that we are available on Spotify and Stitcher and Amazon and Apple Podcasts. For download. Yeah, we wanted to have something where people can get something out of their day for free, easy hour pieces. The longest we have is the 90 minute piece. And you get a full story and you don't have to buy a subscription to Audible. So how cool yeah. is that? It's you just download the, your podcast app for free and it's there on your phone wherever you go, whenever you want us. We're there for oh. you. All right, so now this is the part. I'm going to make this the most epic time I do your pitch, Megan, ever. Are you ready? I'm ready. Megan A. Morrison has a website. Her website features her work. She's going to be a world-famous screenwriter this year. And every once in a while, she'll probably do a book. So if you want to find out information about Megan A. Morrison, make sure you subscribe to her website, and she will put it into your email. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> so dumb. And you're if you're interested in learning about Jeremy, you can go to jeremyraystories.com, where if you sign up for notifications, you will get a brand new story every single week, every Tuesday in your email box without fail. You can read them. They're so short. You can read them while, you know, you're brushing your teeth, doing other things in the bathroom, like whatever your heart's desires you'll be done. Like you could have read it right now in the time that I said, go read it. Done. Okay. So by the way, we're, we're doing a lot of pitching of ourselves. That's what the end is for. But I also wanted to do a little bragging about ourselves because we're probably going to get a few dislikes on this just because. Uh, Megan, do you want to talk about how excited we got about having our first dislike on Cranky Talk? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so last week we got over 300 views on our 300. Where did exciting. those people come from? We don't know, but we're excited to have them. Thank you sure for watching. Are. Please subscribe. 
Um, but we also got our first dislike. We got a thumbs down on Cranky Talk, which I was super excited about because I feel like anytime that we can excite some kind of reaction from someone is a positive. So, I, and, you know, that means we're on our way to make it, right? If somebody cares enough to dislike us, that means we're making an impact. In my imagination, it was because they were upset with Cranky and they're like, oh, I just wanted to hear more of this. But no, yeah, that's probably not one. That's right. They were like, man, Cranky cut off Jeremy. I'm gonna dislike this. We're gonna we're gonna watch this over the week and we're gonna have <laughs> 300 dislikes. So we're gonna yeah. be like, oh boy. Um there's gonna be 300 dislikes and one like. Bruce says, thanks again. Bruce, thank you for watching. Bruce is thank such you. a loyal listener. He's always watching the live pieces. Yeah, Bruce is a loyal fan. Thank you, Bruce. Also, shout out to Maureen and Mark and yeah. my mom, who are regular listeners too. Hi. Yes, I know you guys you. are the people listening right now. Thank you to our loyal listeners and our loyal watchers of the live show. Um, we really appreciate it. We do this show for you. Um, okay, what else? Oh, one last thing. Let's do a real fast one. Um, yeah. We have merchandise. Um, we're not going to be goofy because I know we're taking a lot of time today. But if you go to uh, the merchandise, uh, it helps us like be able to like upgrade and everything. And eventually when we have enough money, we are going to give the rest to charity. This is something where we don't want to make any money on anything. We just want to be able to keep doing this, keep sharing stories with you. And Megan, is that all we have? One more thing, if you're an author or you know an author or you have a story you would like to tell, uh, please go to our website, nobodyreadshortstories.com. All of our submission for season three is there. We are currently reading short stories for season three. So please tell your friends, send us your story. We would love to read it. Love and to. we are uh, reading stories until September 15th. So you still have a couple of weeks to, to get it in, but we can't wait to read it. We sure can't. And if you're waiting for us to come back, make sure to watch our old episodes with our short stories on there. And we'll be back next week with another Cranky Talk episode. That's right. See you next week. Bye. No one reads short stories anymore. I really don't know what they're written for. Go write a short story and throw it out the door. Cause no one reads short stories. Funny, sad gory no one reads short stories